Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome to Behind the Mask with Cassandra Perkins. Listen today as we show you how to love God, love people, and impact the world for Christ. I was made to love Hello, everyone. You're listening to Behind the Mask. I'm your host, Cassandra Perkins. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to the show today. We have an amazing show lined up, as per usual. Nothing's changed here. We have amazing people on the show who talk about their passion, their stories. And I I truly believe every single person in this world has a story and a reason why they do what they do. And it's so cool to meet the people that I meet in my life and, and talk to them because, as I said, everybody has this story. You can approach anybody on the street and say, what is your story? And every single person has one and uh, the reason why why they're alive, the reason why they're doing what they're doing. And that it's so cool to be able to sit in the hot seat and, and ask the questions and talk about people's passions because I truly believe that uh, our stories and our voices can impact other people. And, and, you know, that's why we have things like motivational speakers and authors and and whatever, whoever you look up to as an inspiration, they have a story, they have a reason uh, why you are attached to them, why you are attracted to their positivity because they, they act that way. They, they live their life that way. And when I find somebody who is literally doing that and living their life to you know, the best of their ability and, and then teaching others how to do so, so as well, that's that's truly an amazing person in my eyes and somebody that I want to just pick at their brain. So that's why I do what I do for my show. And truly, I believe something that as a society we crave, I mean, we're taught from a very young age that we need to be happy and find a job where we're happy. And it feels like, you know, speaking from a, a younger generation, it feels like in a sense that kids are so lost today. Speaking from myself, who's 20 years old, kids are so lost today. They don't know how to find the business, how to chase their dreams. And I feel like kids are in a sense forced to go into uh, college and do something that they don't want to do. And then they're unhappy and they can't find jobs that they're happy with. And we need to find that that medium where we can go to college and do the things that we want to do and then find a job where we're making money. And not only that, but we're living a happy life and chasing goals and dreams. And that's so hard to do. And when I find somebody who says, hey, uh, I have the steps to do that. <laughs> like, okay, come on, share, please. Please just pour your heart out. And this is somebody who I've been following on social media for a little while now. And somebody who just has, really shines their heart light so bright and so brightly. So I am so excited to welcome my guests. Let me tell you a little about who she is. We have Bethany Williams calling in. She is an incredible person, incredible human being. Uh, We have a lot of mutual friends and it's so cool how, uh, you know, you get connected with people and the doors just start opening and you get to see how she lives her life. And it's so cool that, you know, 
know, she's putting out positivity into the world and, and, you know, helping other people reach their dreams. And it's, it's huge. It's an amazing thing. And I just, I am so happy that she's on the show today to share her passion. So let me tell you a little bit about who she is. So before she became a, a personal brand expert, a published author, she has seven books, a high level executive. She was busy helping women find their career footing as she yearned to climb, as they yearned to climb the corporate ladder as we we all want to be able to succeed and succeed in business whether it's corporate or whether it's uh you know entrepreneurship whatever the case is we want to climb that ladder so here she is doing all these things and helping others so she's a, a thoughtful thoughtful mentor she's a powerhouse speaker she's a consultant for business on growth work-life balance career coach uh, she's a successful author and high-level business executive and she has taught thousands and thousands of people how to propel their careers to the higher altitudes she knows and and she has tested basically that what works and, and what works on a personal level and what works on a on a business level and how to combine the two to get what you want the most out of life and she does all this while managing a successful career and she also is a mother of three as well so being able to to do all these things and uh, you know she's she's the typical mom she's the typical mom she has kids she's trying to succeed in business and she's living her life in such a positive way and a happy way where I look at somebody like that and say wow what what is your secret how do we learn how to do this ourselves and apply the tools to our own personal life so we can get the most out of not only our business but just our life in general so I'm so excited to welcome to the show Bethany Williams Bethany are you there with us I am. Hello, and thank you so much for having me. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for coming on. It's so amazing to be able to talk to you. And as we just talked a little bit on the phone before the show, you know, I watch your videos and I see, you know, your little minute of, uh, you know, daily encouragement and inspiration. And she, she posts these videos and puts them out there. And social media can be very depressing at times, I want to say. So it's right. nice. To, yeah. It's nice to see that and nice to have. Oh, wow. There's this minute video wow I, I it's just little advice little things to do on a daily basis and just a little reminder every day to you know do these things and, and live our life to our, our best our best ability and I love that that you're putting that out there and thank you so much for wanting to come on and you know share your story and share why you're passionate absolutely. about what absolutely so first that of all kind of caught on by mistake it was uh with the one minute of inspiration that I started was really a challenge that I had from my media coach because I had started a talk show. And her challenge was because I had worked in corporate America for so long that I tended to be less genuine in my videos. And she said, people don't want the corporate you. They don't want the polished corporate. I've thought about the message for an hour and now I'm delivering it this way. She said, people want to hear your heart. They want to hear what you're thinking. And so she challenged me to put out some really short videos that I didn't think about, that I just brought a message to bear that would change hearts and lives. And what a tough challenge, right? right. And and so I started doing it really as a homework assignment for my media coach. 
And they caught on, and so many thousands of people started watching them that now I still continue to do those one minute of inspiration. It's so cool because not only are you just preaching that to the world and saying, hey, this is what we should do, but you're also kind of affirming that with yourself and saying, oh, yeah, I should right. remember to do those things too. So that's that's it the power is. of putting out yeah. those messages and putting out your voice is you're essentially reaffirming it for yourself as well, and that's so cool to see. And, uh, you know, I love that you're so real and you're so raw because you know, we see somebody who is so outgoing and successful. But, you know, we all have struggles. We all have things that we go through. And it's so cool that you're being transparent and open and saying, hey, this is something I'm working on and we can all work on together as a, as a team. And that's why I, I love what you're doing. So thank you for sharing that. I appreciate that. Well, and I think we underestimate the power of our own minds. Right. I mean, I was raised in Flint, Michigan, in a kind of a poor area. And as I was growing up, kind of your age and in that generation, I didn't realize how powerful I was. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, you know, the best thing that could happen to me is I could get a job where I would have a roof over my head and I could eat. I mean, that was those were my goals. My, right. my goals were so minimalistic. And it never occurred to me through all of those years that I had any control over anything. I really was kind of raised in this, you know, you do, you do this, you do this, you go to college if you can, if you can afford it, and then you get a job and hopefully you'll be able to get an apartment. And I mean, just this very scarcity mindset of, you know, I hope I can buy clothes, I hope I can buy food. Right. And so, you know, I went through this, this life plan where I went to college and um, I didn't actually initially go to college, but I got a job and um, my husband deserted me when I was quite young and then ended up dying in a motorcycle accident and had to put myself through college and still was living in this kind of scarcity mindset of, well, I've got to work, you know, I've got to do the minimalist, right? So I can have a, and, and lived paycheck to paycheck. And I literally woke up one day and it was the equivalent of realizing as I woke up and, you know, kind of evaluated my life, you know, like right before you get out of bed, how you have all these reasonings and right. moments in your head. And as I was laying there, I thought I had this mental image of it's kind of like I was in the back of a bus and I was screaming at the bus driver that it was not taking me where I wanted it to go. This bus being my life. I didn't like my job. I didn't like anything that was going on in my life. And it was like the sudden realization that I was the bus driver. <laughs> wow. That's a hard realization to have to, to face. And it, I think we all have those moments in our life where we're sitting and we're like, wow, we're not going the way that we intended or the way that we had hoped or the way that we had wanted to go in our life. And and I think we all have those realizations a lot. So being able to, to take control of that bus is, I mean, number one, it's a hard thing to do. At, at the end of the day, it's, it's going to benefit yeah. you, but, but it's hard. Yeah. I and I equivalent, you know, I now think of it, I call it like claim your hero status, right? Is, yeah. is that first step is the big one, right? That first step that says, all right, if I end up in this job or take this career or I go to school for this or if I move to the city, you know, then it's on me. Like that first step of I control it is 
goes rather than, well, they didn't give me the job. Well, they didn't give me the promotion. Well, they didn't say yes to go out with me. Well, they is, is literally the step from moving from a victim to a hero. Yeah. And so I really call that your, that moment, your claim your hero status is, you know, you've got to decide that you're going to put the cape on and you're going to fall and you're going to scrape and you're going to mess up, but you're going to be the hero of your story and yeah. where it goes. Right. And to even just put that again, putting that thought into your mindset and saying, wow, I can be the hero of my own story. I can make that change for my life is is huge. It's a huge step just to even look at that. And I feel like I say this every show, but it's so true. And I like to talk about this. But I feel like when we get in this comfort zone, it's so hard to get out. And even even if that comfort zone is barely surviving, even if that comfort zone is living that minimalistic life of, oh, well, I'd be able to buy food today even if that's your comfort zone we get so comfortable with being uncomfortable and 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 you know sometimes being able to jump out of that is is so difficult is so hard so for you what is the the choice that you had to make in your own mind to say I'm going to be the hero of my own story and take control of this metaphorical bus I mean how did you do that I literally was at a point where I was, I put on 50 pounds traveling. I didn't like my appearance. I didn't like, I didn't like anything in my life. I hadn't been, I I consider life kind of into six different bubbles, like your health and fitness and your job and your relationships and and your spiritual life. And if I were to go through every one of those six bubbles, Cassandra, I would have rated myself a D or an E. Hmm. So it's not like parts of my life were going great and other parts were horrible. I literally woke up in this, I'm not spending time with my friends. I'm not getting to work out. I'm not spending time with God. I'm not, like I rated each one of those things as, is like a big zero. And so when you feel like you're in the bottom of the pit, it's almost like you've got nothing to lose, right? Right. And I like struck forward on that day. Like I wasn't taking vacations. I struck forward with the plan and decided that, you know, it had been so easy to just let bosses and other people decide my path. Like I literally had people throughout my life go, oh, Bethany, you're so good at this. You should do this. And then I just do that. And and I never really sat down and worked out, well, what do I enjoy doing? What do I, what is my heart? What what is in the desires of my heart? What does my my mind and body crave and want to do? And, and, you know, if money were no option, what would I do? And so I had never had those kind of dreaming moments because, of course, I lived in that scarcity mindset. And, and, um, you know, when I climbed Mount Kilimanjaro last year, one thing I learned um, was at any point you could mentally decide that you were done and you were done. Yeah. Like your mind, like it, it starts there. So the opposite is true as well is the minute you decide it can be different and you start writing it down and you make a dream board and you write down some goals and you put those thoughts in your mind that, Maybe you don't have to live the way you're living. Maybe it could be X or Y, or maybe you could live here or there. Or maybe you could do. The minute you start that process, it immediately starts. Like you feel energy. Right. You're excited because that might happen. 
Exactly. And, well, as you were saying before, yeah. that your mind really is so powerful, that your mind is extremely powerful, and your thoughts really do become your reality. I truly, truly believe in that. And if you're thinking negative thoughts or, or negative things, then it, it's probably going to come true. It's probably going to become your reality. And it feels silly to, to put these things in your head. If you know, It feels silly to say, oh, my life is great, and I'm going to get an amazing job and, and it feels weird and it feels funny because you may not truly wholeheartedly believe it but if you start putting these things in your mind and you write them down they do become a reality if you set these goals and really keep them in the back of your head and, and keep reminding yourself of them they truly do become your reality so in a sense for your life you you almost in a sense had to hate your rock bottom now we do have to take a break real quick when we return you know I feel like sometimes people have to hit rock bottom to find their purpose and their passion in life, but we don't want people to have to hit their rock bottom. So we're going to talk a little bit to Bethany about how you don't have to hit your rock bottom to find your passion. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Cassandra Perkins from Behind the Mask. And this is Mark Mara with Champion of Choices. Major depression affects more than 120 million people around the world. Suicide is now the second leading cause of death with students ages 10 through 24. Like my good friend Mark says, happiness is the key to success, and we all have that choice to make in life. There is a light at the end of the tunnel, so reach out to those around you and be the voice. We become who we surround ourselves with. Your friends, they're like elevators. They're either going to take you up or they're going to take you down. Find out more information at thinkpaws, that's P-O-Z dot org, thinkpaws dot org. Hi, I'm Cassandra Perkins from Behind the Mask. And I'm Reed Barrett, the Millennial Maverick. <laughs> I love that, Reed. I want to know from you, how do we jumpstart ourselves to where we want to be in our life? Well, you got to use self-administered CPR because that's what's going to give your heart the jumpstart it needs, right? To give it that shock to reach the next level of leadership or motivation that you need. So if this is the case, you've got to challenge yourself in every facet of life. Perform as though your life depended on it and repeat this process in every single aspect of your life to become that well-rounded person that you've always wanted to be. You know, if you thought about it and you felt your pulse, you'd feel that thump. Every time you feel that thump, two people have lost the opportunity to chase their dreams, but you still have yours. And if you want to continue to have yours and learn more, I encourage you to go to reedbarrett.com to find out a little bit more about leadership and self-administered CPR. I hope to see you guys soon. reedbarrett.com. Hi, this is Cassandra Perkins. This is Deputy John Arnold with the Douglas County Sheriff's Office. Did you know that over 1,006,000 car accidents are caused from texting and driving each year? Also, you have a 23% greater chance of being involved in a motor vehicle accident while texting and driving. If you get a text, it can wait. Pull over to a safe location. Nothing is that important. Don't, Don't drive, drive while, while intoxicated.
Welcome back, everyone. I am joined over the phone with Bethany Williams. She is doing some amazing things. She is a powerhouse speaker, best-selling author, Fortune 500 strategist, executive coach, business business growth consultant, talk show host, and a mother of three. I mean, she's out there just doing amazing things, incredible things, and she's just making a, a huge difference in others' lives as well. So, Bethany, are you still on the phone with us? I am. Thanks so much once again. This is great. Before the break, we were talking a little bit to Bethany about her story and, and basically how she was at this place in her life where she was just skating by. And I feel like I feel like a lot of us have been in that place or in that place currently where we're just getting by. We're doing the bare minimum to just get through, to push through. And it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. So for her, she was at this place where she had to have this awakening, essentially like a rock bottom for her, where she looked at every aspect of her life and said, wow, I'm not doing the things that I want to do. I'm not, you know, close to God. I'm not working out. I'm not hanging out with my friends. I'm just at this place where I'm skating by and getting through life. And she had to essentially take control of that metaphorical vehicle of her life and, and steer it the way that she wanted to go. Now, I feel like I had a similar situation, Bethany, where I had to hit my rock bottom in my life too, you know, at a very young age for me. But I feel mm-hmm. like I, I hit my rock bottom as well and you know once you hit rock bottom you can only go up but we you know we don't want to have to have people hit their rock bottom to find their passion or find their their motivation i mean we don't want people to have to feel that way and feel right. depressed and sad so how do we help people you know find their passion find their passion in business or find their passion in, in just getting up and chasing their dreams how do we help find people realize that and and seek that so I think the the big irony in it is people think I don't have time and I don't have energy. And and while they're thinking that, they don't realize the biggest thing of all is that God designed each of us to do something. He gave us gifts and talents that the easiest way for me to think about it is when I watch some of those singers on The Voice or on some of those shows, and like they bring tears to your eyes because you cannot believe that someone is that gifted and that talented. Or you watch an actor or an actress and you watch them on stage and you're like, wow, they are so gifted and so talented. But then turn that on yourself. Is each of the people in this audience has been gifted with something as impressive as a major actor or a singer. It's just a different area. And their life goal should be to find out what that is. And so I was one of those people that never thought I had enough time or enough energy. And what I didn't realize is when you use those God-given gifts, it charges you up. Hmm. It gives you energy and it gives you excitement and anticipation and you will want to move forward with the next thing because you're so excited. Even if you did it 10 minutes on Saturday, something that you were born to do, you would still be thinking about it two weeks later or three weeks later. Right. That's very true. It's and very so, true. Yeah. Yeah. So what I would say to most people is if you're feeling like to get through life, you have to drink or you have to, you know, bury yourself in a television show or you're eating incessantly or whatever it is, if you have to do something to get through life, then what you haven't found is the 
amazing gifts that God's given you, because using those will put you in a a heightened emotional state. And so what I try to do in most of my materials and videos and, and books and stuff is to help people find their their area. Help them find what they are made to do. And I, I even have a series on my website called the, the Dream Video. And um, if you click on the Dream Video and buy it on my website and you type in the code Dream Free and you smash all the words together, then it, it's free. And I encourage people to sit and think through what did they dream about when they were young? Like in, a lot of times your gifts will start showing up in elementary school. Yeah. Something that you wanted to do very, very young, something that you would sit and daydream about. And, and I'm here to tell you daydreaming is not bad. It's a good thing. It, it actually takes you on a trip in your mind. And what happens is the world is so noisy that we stop hearing the voices of our heart. We stop hearing the voices of the desires of our heart and what we are interested in. And we kind of smash it down or or something pops up. Like you think, well, I would love to go to Thailand and minister to people or whatever pops up in your head and you immediately smash it down with a thousand, oh, don't be ridiculous. I could never do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I call it the the child in you. The child is still, you know, we all still have that child voice in us. And, you know, the child that when you see a playground, you want to just run and go play on it. We all have that childlike mind inside of us. And I really believe that we should start listening to that. Maybe not in the sense of like, uh, you know, a grown person sliding down a slide. I mean, go for it if you want. But I mean, in the sense of like, (laughs) you know, I mean, in the sense of like, when you have this dream and you have this goal, I feel like it's really the child inside side of you that's like wow I want to be an astronaut I want to I want to be a writer I want to make a difference I want to change the world and then I feel like the uh, the the adult like our mind just kind of squashes like you said squashes that down so quickly and is like oh well that's not reality well maybe that's what you should be chasing maybe that's the reality you should be going for because that is what what you're passionate about that's what sparks you that's what sparks your motivation so do you truly believe that when we find our passion we find our purpose Yep. Yes, I do. It's so. I believe it, the two are intertwined. It's so mm-hmm. cool to see that when, when when you do when you find this passion and you find what you're made for, as Bethany was saying, when you find this, it, it can change your entire life, and and you find that spark to to get up, and you find that spark to to make a difference or whatever it is that you want to do in your life. I, I think that you should truly chase that, and so I, I love that you're trying to you know help people find that because I think again it's it's squished down a lot by our, our mind, don't you think? Yeah, well, and by, by very well-meaning adults in our lives. So, you know, unfortunately, when you're very little, if a little girl starts dancing or something, you know, the adults typically say something like, well, you're not going to do that for a living. Right. You know, and right. I think there's some very well-meaning adults that are focused on money and providing and but sometimes they push you away from what you were born to do because the truth of the matter is if you were born to run a dance studio what a beautiful amazing journey that would be and how how many lives you could impact so i think that unfortunately you know and, and for a while i was coaching a, a high school or college freshman and it got pretty it got pretty depressing for me after a while, but they'd say something like that, 
like this. They'd say, oh, my goodness, I have always wanted to do international business. And I'd look down at their form and I'd go, well, you're, you're taking accounting classes. And, and she'd say, oh, yeah, that's what my dad says I have to take. Right. I mean, p- the reality feels like we people feel like in society that we just have to, you know, get squished down. And really, once, you know, I understand being a kid and how difficult that can be. But once we narrow our passions and we surround ourselves with the right people, if it's not now, find those people who are going to surround yourself. If it's not your parents, find those people you can surround yourself to have that support. Hey, go check out Bethany. You can go to bethanyawilliams.com and check out my website as well. You can go to cassandraperkinsradio.com. We'll be right back. I'm Cassandra Perkins, host of Behind the Mask. And I'm Justin Kruger, the founder of Project Helping. Now, Justin, I think we can all agree that when we volunteer, it does great things for the community. But what are the benefits for the volunteer? Our mission is to use the joy of purpose that's created by volunteering to improve mental wellness. We create very engaging, social, and easy-to-join volunteer projects to leverage those health benefits. Great. Where can we find more information and get involved? You can visit projecthelping.org, and right on the homepage, there's a Get Involved button. Hi, I'm Cassandra Perkins, host of Behind the Mask. And I'm Brian Warnicke, and I've been living with cystic fibrosis for 17 years. Brian, what is cystic fibrosis? Cystic fibrosis is a disease that attacks the digestive system and slowly shuts down the lungs, and it makes the mucus in your lungs more syrupy. So the mucus in everybody else's lungs is very watery, and you clear it by just breathing. The mucus in my lungs is like maple syrup, and I have to do respiratory treatments twice a day, every single day, along with 50 pills to control it. Brian, how are you bringing awareness to cystic fibrosis? So I've done a few charity bike rides. Um, I did one a couple years ago that was 1,065 miles over 43 days, 46 cities and eight mountain passes all around Colorado with my beloved dad with me. I'm also a very active advocate in the public speaking community for cystic fibrosis and the music video from One Republic, it's called I Lived, has been just amazing in raising awareness. For more information about cystic fibrosis or about myself, you can go to the Pink Lightning Facebook page or cff.org or pinklightning.org. I 
Hi, I'm Cassandra Perkins from Behind the Mask. And I'm Jimmy Graham, Director of Active Shooter Response Training Center. Between 2000 and 2013, an average of 11.4 active shooter incidents occurred annually. And according to the FBI, active shooter incidents are on the rise, and the majority of them occur in the workplace. Tell us a little bit about your background, Jimmy. I spent a little over 15 years in the U.S. Navy SEAL teams as an operating instructor, and then I also uh, worked for the federal government training protective officers and deploying overseas. And now what are you doing to help educate and prepare others? At ASRTC, we're training individuals in the workplace to protect themselves and those in their care. I love your motto. Would you mind sharing with my listeners what it is? Not at all. We have a motto of faith, not fear, and perception, not paranoia. To learn more, contact us at asrtrainingcenter.com. Hello, this is Cassandra Perkins, and I'm here with Phil R. Taylor, who is the host of the 17 Biblical Principles of Success. My friend, what does the program consist of? Well, Cassandra, we're so delighted to be able to bring this program. Have you ever met somebody who doesn't want to be successful? (laughs) We we all want to be successful, right? Whether it be in our marriage or professions or jobs at school, whatever it is. Well, God's given us a blueprint, a specific formula for us to live a life that is full, meaningful, significant and successful. And so this program really breaks down 17 biblical principles that God has imparted to us through his word in order for us to live that life that is successful. And the Bible does talk about success. And so we've invited 51 contributors onto our program from various professions who share their personal stories and experiences in light of what the Bible and how the Bible has impacted them. And of course, filled in this program are anecdotes, insights from scripture that will inspire and uplift you to live that life of success as God has designed you. It's truly an amazing program and I want people to be able to get a hold of this. So what is the information? Where can we find more and purchase the 17 Biblical Principles of Success? It's really easy. All one has to do is go to 17BiblicalPrinciplesOfSuccess.org and that's spelled out number one seven biblical principles of success.org Welcome back, everyone. I'm joined over the phone with Bethany Williams. You're listening to Behind the Mask. I'm Cassandra Perkins. Thanks so much for tuning in to the second half hour of the show. Let me introduce a little bit of my guest if you guys are just tuning in. She is amazing. Bethany is uh, basically she learned the art of business survival uh, as a single mother at a very young age. Uh, She was widowed and she struggled to uh, advance in such a a, a struggle, a male dominant world and and to be able to, um, you know, provide for her children to be able to do this. So she put herself through college and she actually secured top level positions in some of the nation's leading organizations and biggest organizations and that's insane that she was able to do that and now is able to say hey this is how I did it and this is how I truly believe you can do it as well so now she's a powerhouse speaker a best-selling author executive coach business growth consultant and a talk show host and so much more so much more I mean she has such an array of things that she's doing um, a little a little bit for everybody I mean there's a 
little everything for everyone. And it's so cool to see that she's out there making a difference and, and wanting to share her story and, and be able to help other people achieve their goals and dreams, whether that's a successful career or just reaching whatever your heart desires, whatever you want to do in life. And I'm just, I'm so happy that she's on the show to talk to us about that and share her heart, what's on her heart, her passion. So Bethany, thanks once again so much for being on the show today. I appreciate you. Well, thank you. Absolutely. Uh, we've been talking to her a little bit about her story and again, how she has found this passion and how this, uh, you know, how it sparked from just essentially trying to survive. But basically, so, so now you are doing some amazing things and helping people connect their passion to their business. And, and before the break, we were talking a little bit about how you, you know, helped kids in, in high school, kids in college. And you said, Hey, what do you want to do out of life? And they said, Oh, I want to do this, but they're in classes that are something completely different than what they want to accomplish and and so how do you help people connect their passion to their business how do you help people do that so i usually work through an an activity of there are things the things that make us up are in categories right there's not just the strengths that you're gifted at so you are gifted in certain areas. You're obviously a great speaker. You're engaging. You're articulate. So we can kind of like lift, lift out our strengths on a piece of paper. But there's also our life experiences. And, you know, even if you take you, Cassandra, the people you've met, the people you've interacted with, people you've lived through both life and death experiences with, it has uniquely shaped you to feel differently towards the world and to bring different strengths to, to bear. And even the hardest things in life we've lived through actually make us different. It actually forms a part of who we are. And, you know, I found really early that, you can't get caught up on the bad things in life you've lived through. And because I could have a pity party for myself all day long. I'm really good at that. And at some point, one of my mentors said, you know what, you are uniquely able to bring other people through the same situation you've been through. Hmm. And so what I try to do is work people through kind of understanding what you're good at, combined with the life experiences that you've lived through. If you've lost a close friend to cancer or suicide or, you know, then that makes your heart sensitive in those areas. And we write that down. And then we write down what are the desires of your heart? When you think back over, you know, all the crazy ideas you've had, and it could be bizarre, like you wanted to buy pajamas for someone in Africa. I mean, it can just be any possible thing that's come across your mind that you would like to do, then we write all of that down and start putting together this plan for, I mean, I even helped a dress designer once, a world-renowned dress designer, um, help some some kids in her area. Her daughter had died of an overdose. Mm -hmm. And I think that you can still drive forward in your business or whatever business you're in and start incorporating these other components of who you are. Wow. And so I talk through a lot of that in the brand. I have two books on branding. One's called Brand You and one's called CEO of You. And really all of those elements of what makes you um, is kind of your key to how you can live in your purpose and have a more satisfying life. So if you lost someone to breast cancer, you might just sign up to run the breast cancer drive 
at your company once a year, and you might be volunteer for them to do that. And that one thing might end up, you know, connecting you to Susan G. Komen, and maybe someday you're running their program. So right. every step you take towards that passion and that purpose moves you into another circle and another realm of influence in your life. Yeah, and it's crazy. I mean, we preach these things and we say that, oh, it's going to open the doors, but it really does. Like the doors it just really does. It, they literally open in front of you and it's so interesting to see unfold. And maybe not at the time you might not even realize it, but even looking back at my life where, you know, I was mm -hmm. at this place where I just had this message that I wanted to share. I just I I didn't care who heard it or who I was talking to. I just I had this message of just wanting to get out that, you know, I don't want anybody else to have to feel the way that I felt when I was in my depression and, and feeling that way. So I started talking to my friends and then I started talking to my friends and that opened up talking to classes and I was talking to classes. And I was talking to schools and then I was talking, it just, the, the doors just kept opening and I kept connecting yeah, with people who were so like-minded and, and so they thought the same way I did. And I found that support system around me to be able to take me to that next level. And it's incredible to see the doors just open in front of you. So here we are preaching all these things and saying, life is going to be great. You're going to find your passion. But why are we so afraid to take that first leap? I mean, why are we so afraid to just chase these dreams and go so after them? This was the most critical one for me is I couldn't believe this. But when I got the first talk show that I got, I interviewed, a, I think she's a psychiatrist or a psychologist. I'm not sure next or which I'd have to look up. But I interviewed this, this and I asked her that specific question. The whole show was on fear. I'll have to give you the, the link to this. Oh, wow. I'd and love to listen to that. What was amazing was I kept asking her that. All right. Why, why do we fear these things that we really should be doing. And it made so much sense. So this is what she said. Are you ready for this? This is really good. Yeah. Of course, I was way too old when I learned this. I wish I knew this at your age. <laughs> she said, we are more fearful. So the closer that desire that you want is to your heart, the more fear you'll have chasing it because you don't want to fail at it. So we'll actually have a lot less fear chasing after things that we don't care what happens. And so we chase after them because the thought of failing at what we think is our purpose deep down inside, even if we haven't admitted it consciously, we know subconsciously it's really important to us. And how important it is to us drives how much fear we feel to take that step. Wow. And so it's actually the more fear you feel, she said, the more you should go after that. And I said, well, that's a little anti-obvious. Uh, 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 <laughs> right. That's like exactly the opposite. <laughs> but right, it's so, Mom never it makes told sense. Mom that to Sandra. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mom, dad, brother, nobody, no teachers, no psychologists, uh -huh. no one ever told me that. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, just to be able to chase that and go after that is incredible. And, and, and even though you're afraid and you feel like you might fail, even though you feel like you might fall down this hole where you're going to disappoint or whatever it is, it might not even be something that you're, you know, like you said, kind of like subconsciously that we're just not even aware that that's why we're so afraid to take that first step, that first jump, that first leap, whatever, and, and go towards it because we're just so afraid of failing. I love that. That is so interesting. And so so cool. And I think it's okay to fail. And that's, I think that's what's so important. Yep, we, we talk about it. Piece. 
We talk about it a lot and put it out there. Fail. And then the second part of that failure is what we usually do is we tie our identity to failing. Right. And so so we have to recognize that even if we fail, even if we don't have that job or any job, and even if we've never done anything, that our value and our identity comes from being children of the king. Right. And that we don't have to do anything, be anything, show up in a certain way that our value is not tied to that failure. Right. Well, as Zig Ziglar says, you know, failure is an event and not a person. And, and, you know, that yesterday ended last night. So it's not a person. It's not who you are. And to tie yourself to that is, is, it's okay. It's okay to fail. It's okay to, to, because we get to try again tomorrow. That's the the most amazing thing is that we get to wake up and try again tomorrow. And that eventually, you know, you're going to, you're going to be able to fall into this place where you find success, whatever that success is defined to you. You, that you're going to find this success. So just, you know, chase it, go for it. Absolutely. I believe that 100%. Now we do have to take one more break. We're going to return. We're going to find a little bit more about Bethany, where we can find her, what her plans for the future are, and how you can get involved in chasing your dreams. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with Bethany Williams. Cassandra Perkins from Behind the Mask. I'm Alex Sheen, founder of Because I Said I Would. Alex, why are promises so important to humanity? You know, a lot of people don't think about broken promises as a humanitarian issue, but it really is one. Think about the people who you might know who say things like, I'll quit smoking, I'll lose weight, I'm going to volunteer more, but then nothing. You know, nothing about this downward slide about our culture and keeping promises, nothing about that is going to change unless there's something to change it. And that is what we are. Because I said I would is a social movement and nonprofit organization dedicated to the betterment of humanity through promises made and kept. We cannot make the world better if we can't keep our promises to make it better. I encourage people to check out because I said I would.com or Facebook.com slash because I said I would to learn more about our nonprofit and humanitarian effort. Hi, I'm Cassandra Perkins from Behind the Mask. And I'm Lynn Reamer with Act on Drugs. Being a teen in today's society, we have more pressure today than teens have ever had in the past. I remember sitting in math when the teacher walked out of the room and the kid in front of me in class offered me a blunt. You know, marijuana is a very popular drug in schools today. In fact, Colorado is 56% higher than the national average with teen marijuana use ages 12 to 17-year-olds. Lynn, what are some of the signs that parents can look for in their kids that they have been using drugs? Well, I think the first thing you need to do is just take a good look at your kid and pay attention to your senses. What do you see? Are their eyes dilated or constricted? Are they grinding their teeth? Are they sweating? Pay attention to what you smell. Do you smell alcohol, marijuana, chemicals, or do you smell vomit? And pay attention to what you hear. Are they slurring their words? Are they speaking fast, slow? Are they taking a while to answer? Are they following your conversation? If you just pay attention, you can put it all together. And parents, don't ever be afraid to have that conversation. Parents who have that conversation with their kids 
are less likely to do drugs. And if you're struggling with anything, don't ever be afraid to ask. Always step up and ask for help. No matter how hard it is, help is available. For resources and more information, visit my website at actondrugs.org. Welcome back, everyone. I am joined over the phone with Bethany Williams. Are you still there with us, Bethany? Hi. Thanks so much once again for for being on the show. I really appreciate it. I'm enjoying this conversation so much. Again, it's so cool being in the hot seat because I get to ask all the questions that I want to know, and I I get to learn so much too. So thanks so much for for being on. It's been an amazing show so far. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, we were talking about dreams and how one small interaction and meeting that one person leads us to the next and the next and the next. But as I was saying about growing up in Flint, Michigan, I didn't really even think about meeting people or who I wanted to know. And so when I started kind of going through that live your dreams, like what would life be like if I could live whatever life I wanted to live like, I actually made an aspirations list, a list of people that I aspired to meet. And it's interesting, too, because I know that you have met some of the people in my network, and I know you were at the conversation, and and but have you ever, I'm sure you probably have, but do you, how many of your friends sit down and go, I would really like to meet this person, this person, this person, yeah. because this is the kind of dream and life that I want to live? Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. People do that all the time. Yeah. That's constantly around me when, you know, constantly uh, people are saying, yeah, this is the type of life I want to live. Wow. I wish I could just be like this person or meet this person. Yeah, absolutely. So what, what I walk people through in live your dreams and what I kind of that process that I went through is how do you start with that dreaming? Because like you said, we start the process, but we don't really finish it because we don't get to the tactical steps of, all right, if I really wanted to do that, what's the first thing I'd have to do? You know, if I really wanted to, I'm going to make this up because I don't know, maybe someone's really interested in fashion, then maybe I'd have to sign up and go see a live fashion show and do a little homework on it. If I'm really interested in dentistry, I might have to research where dentistry is offered in my local area. So we dream about it, but we never get to this tactical steps of, all right, in the next 30 days, we could do one thing that moves us closer to that dream. Wow. Wow. Because we think of it as unattainable, right? So when it's unattainable, you you don't need to do anything with it. Right. And, you know, like I thought losing, I had, I was, older than I was when I had lost the weight before. And in my head, I could never lose that 50 pounds. I mean, I had convinced myself it'd be too hard with the kids and a job. Um, And yet, if I wanted to live my dreams, I literally had to break it down into tiny little bite-sized chunks. So literally, I put on my calendar Saturday, buy tennis shoes. (laughs) That was step one to my get fit. And see, that's the second thing we do is we make it 
some ridiculous go to the gym for an hour a week when we're just not ready for that yet. So I literally bought tennis shoes and started 10 minutes a day. I know this sounds like not a lot. For me, it was with my busy lifestyle at the time. I was going to walk. I was going to walk 10 minutes a day. And I like nature, so I was going to walk in nature 10 minutes a day. And then eventually after a month, I moved it up to 20 minutes a day. And then on the weekends, it would be an hour because I like I like being outdoors. And then I started finding trails I like and stuff. And it took me three years to lose the weight that I wanted to lose. But it wasn't a drastic. It was stuff I enjoyed doing. And right. so, you know, it was a little bit different. I always tell people, if if you're struggling with your weight, don't look at all the conventional things. Tell me what you like to do. Do you like do you like competition? Are you did you used to play softball? Go to the batting cages. You know, hit get mad at that ball, hit it. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And it's so true you know, that I think in something it, you love. Right. Well, in the world a lot, I feel like in the world of everything's like, oh, lose 50 pounds right now or make a difference in your life right now change your life around right now and that's not how life works life isn't this no it's it's, and and we live in a society that's very we we want it and we want it now and that's it's Mm -hmm. it can't be that way always it really can't and once we kind of let that go and say okay here's the baby steps that i need to take to reach this goal i mean it's better i mean for you look at that look at that as pure example here you are walking 10 minutes a day versus you know sitting and saying okay well I'll, I'll do it tomorrow I'll do it tomorrow and then three years pass and you've done nothing you know you still are at that point where you're like well right. I'll do it tomorrow I'll, I'll get in shape this summer whatever the case is and you you just keep pushing it off so to be able to make those little yeah, baby steps little tiny baby steps yeah. so like I would celebrate no making fun of me here if the scale went down point two. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> Absolutely, because it's your goal. Right direction. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And I went through the same things in the other areas. So in each of the areas that I was suffering, I literally made a plan. So with my girlfriends, I had not had time for them. And I, the first thing I decided was to schedule a copy with one of my girlfriends on a weekend, and I was going to make it four weeks in advance. So we would have lots of time to plan it. But I literally started putting the action steps down. I call it scheduling your life away. But for way out in the future, if I wanted to see a Mavs game, I would go put it on my calendar, even if I didn't know the schedule, go research a Mavs game and figure out if you can afford tickets. You know, just silly stuff like that to scheduling and planning the life I wanted to lead. Right. And, and being able to even, it's so interesting that even when you go accomplish those goals, once you do it, it feels so nice. It feels, it might be really, really hard, really difficult to, to do that. But at the same time, at the same time, I mean, to be able to go out and accomplish these things, you will feel so much better after the fact. Now you have some amazing things and you're doing some amazing, incredible, uh, you know, events you're talking 
talking. You're you have a show. I mean, you're doing a lot of things. You have seven books. You have a, you know, live your dreams, which is you know just a, about work uh, work balance, life balance, just being able to you know take that first leap, essentially, as we were saying before. And and also you're out there speaking. You're out there. You do you do a lot on social media. Again, the one minute videos. So I wanted people to be able to you know find you and and see where you're going to be in the future. So would you mind throwing out where people can find out more about you and see where you're going to be? Because we, we want to keep up to date. We want to be inspired too. Awesome. Yes, my website, BethanyAWilliams.com, has a link to my Facebook, and my Twitter is Bethany A. Will, and my Instagram is Bethany Williams, I think. I can, uh, I'll put, I'll put all of those connections on my Facebook and on my social media so you can find it from your page as well. Awesome. Awesome. And it's go, go get her books. Go. Cause again, we need, we need people in our lives, whether it's motivational speakers, whether it's friends, but truly I believe that if we can pull information and inspiration from other people, let's do it because it can really change your life. I truly believe that. So go, go get her books, go find out more about her and connect with her on social media because she's doing some amazing things. And also your husband, Vince Nelson, he's going to be on my show. Thanks so much to him for, you know, making this connection happen. We've been on social media together but we haven't had you on the show and I'm so happy that uh, we're going to have him on the show as well. So uh, it's so cool to be able to talk to you today and just hear your story. And I'm, I'm so excited. We have to, we, we keep getting in the same circle, but we haven't met yet. It's like, it's crazy. We're like in the same I places. Know, right? So close. I do believe that my mission in life and my purpose is to free people from the chains that they lock themselves in. Wow. And so I believe that, you know, some of those faulty belief systems, and we do it to ourselves, really, the thing, the limiting belief systems that we kind of accept yeah. and the things that we keep replicating in our own lives, the people we're listening to. And so, you know, what we have to accept is it doesn't matter what that teacher said when you were in English class, you know, it doesn't matter if your uncle told you you were a failure or if your dad said you'd never account for anything. Because there's people out there who are going to find you, they're going to find you and they're going to say, Hey, you can do these things. And we have to put that belief in ourselves and say, you know, it doesn't matter who around me thought this, I'm going to reach my dreams. And, And at the end of the day, you're going to be happier, more successful. And that's what's so important for your well-being. Bethany Williams, thank you so much for calling in and being on the show today. What a great show. Once again, thanks so much for, for being on. I appreciate you. Oh, thank you, Cassandra. Awesome. And I'll keep up to date on your social media and you guys do the same. Thanks so much, Bethany. Let me pray us out really quickly. Lord, thank you so much for this amazing opportunity to have this show, to be able to speak out and help people unlock from the chains that they put on themselves. We know ultimately that you'll let them out of those chains. And also I want to give a quick prayer to Amy Buell and her family who uh, sadly took her life this weekend. Um, she is an amazing person and doing amazing thing. She's an amazing, amazing simp project semicolon so go give her i want to give her a big prayer in your name amen thank you so much thanks to jorge and my family for always supporting me and running the show amazing remember love god love people and impact the world for christ thank you for tuning in to behind the mask with cassandra perkins to reach cassandra or to learn more about her ministry and work visit cassandraperkinsradio.com 
or look her up on Facebook. Opened her eyes.